Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. to have you. Thanks. I appreciate you stopping by. It is the Joe Pag Show. About an hour from now, it'll be Tom Fitton from Judicial Watch. They're bringing the suit against the government on behalf of Ashley Babbitt's family. Ashley Babbitt, who was the only person murdered that day. And um, for some reason, the cop who pulled the trigger for no reason, and again, I've, I've watched this video several times. If you watch the video, you know he had no reason to shoot her. He was exonerated by his own department. And then I think they give him awards. And then members of Congress on the left, of course, um, touted his praises. He saved lives that day. No, he didn't. He took a life. That was it. Now, let, let me, let, let's finish up on Austin. And I'm not going to take any more phone calls on this. I've got some other stuff I want to get to. But let's finish up on Austin. Somebody in my chat room was a great guy. Been in there a long time. For those who don't know what I'm talking about, during the show between 6 and 9 p.m. Eastern Time, when we do it live, I video stream it on Twitch. And people can actually chat with us. You can, if you're listening during those hours and you're out of the car away from the radio, I want you to listen on the radio because I, I, I like to have the radio audience as well. But if you're near a, a device and you want to check it out, go to JoePags.com, click on Watch Now. He said, uh, he sent me some link about when uh, surgery is considered elective. And then it's NBC News trying to cover the ass of this ridiculous administration saying, when prostate surgery is elective. What? Let me be as clear as I can, because it's not the guy who sent it to me. It's NBC News is idiotic. Every surgery is elective. Every single surgery is elective. Every one, if you want to make the case that way. I had testicular cancer. Testicle was five times bigger than it should have been, and it hurt. Carrie, did I have to have it removed? No, you did not. So I elected to. Nobody was forcing you to, right? So I could have died. If I elected not to, I, it would have kept on metastasizing and I would have died. I decided I would like to not die. So I elected to have the surgery to save my life. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yes. So, I mean, when somebody says the words elective procedure, elective surgery, I think, as I said earlier, nose job, maybe hair transplants, maybe a, a breast enlargement. I guess they're doing butt surgeries now to make your butt bigger or something. Those things are elective. Plastic surgery around your face, moving your eyes to your nose, your nose to your ears, whatever you want to do. Those things are elective. They're not life-saving surgeries. When it's considered a life-saving surgery, like prostate cancer, I could not possibly sit here and say it's elective, although, gun to my head, is it really elective or not? Yes, it is. You're electing to save your life by getting a surgery that is life-saving. So, I mean, we're, the, the semantic game that the media... The uniparty, left-leaning, ridiculous media covered Joe Biden's rear-end media. The ridiculous assertion that it really was elective because, and then there's something about prostate cancer, this, that, and the other. That's just stupid. That's to make it look like it wasn't so bad. And then it turns out you found out, Carrie, during the break, 
when the deputy secretary of defense found out he was or she was in charge. Yes. Um, this is from NBC News. After being admitted to the hospital last week, Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin transferred responsibility to Deputy Secretary of Defense Kathleen Hicks on Tuesday. But Hicks was on vacation in Puerto Rico at the time, was not informed about his hospitalization until Thursday, a senior defense official told NBC News. Austin transferred certain operational responsibilities that require constant secure communications capabilities to Hicks on Tuesday afternoon, said the Pentagon Press Secretary, Major General Pat Ryder. And this transfer occurs from time to time and is not tied chiefly to health-related matters, he said. The Deputy Secretary keeps a complete suite of communications and capable staff with her at all times, regardless of geographic location. Hicks was informed on Thursday of Austin's hospitalization that began on January 1st. A senior defense official said, adding that Hicks immediately engaged staff on the drafting of a public statement and congressional outreach immediately two days later uh, yeah so just so i understand hicks was in charge for two days and didn't know it uh according to this nbc news report and this is from the fake news media. this is from nbc news so it might have been it might have been mm. two weeks but they're saying two days so from tuesday to thursday she was the boss of the dod and did not know while vacationing in puerto rico do i have it right uh yes Okay. And again, you know, no big deal here. Nothing to see here. Nothing to see here. Wow. It just, it's stunning. It just is. Um, I'm going to make a hard shift here because I want to move on to something different that I think is going to grab people's attention. Um, I remember the 99 cent menu, which I thought was amazing. I've now decided to eat healthier and I have for a very long time. My family does as well, but we'll still go occasionally to the fast food. Carrie, I'll go and get myself four double cheeseburgers with no bun. Mm-hmm. Why not? Okay. All Why right. not? Mm-hmm. They used to be 99 cents each. Used to be a dollar. Mm-hmm. Wendy's had a dollar menu. Yeah. Hell, let me tell you this. Here, let me sit back. A little story time. When I had my job in Marco Island, Florida, which was in 1990 or 91, and I was the morning guy at a station called WMIB, Marco Island Broadcasting, and WCOO, which is in Immokalee, Florida, and it was sort of a simulcast. I was the morning guy, and I literally had no pay. I was like, what's my pay? The guy was like, eh, I don't know. And it just wasn't getting paid. Mm-hmm. And I was like a maniac running around like a crazy man. They were, they were running big reel-to-reel machines. Ampex tones would set the machine off, and then the music would play, and then I would jump in and do a news break. I mean, I would be like at a restaurant and have to run to the station and fix it when, it was, when, the, when the tapes would break. I mean, this was really getting my feet wet in the, in the radio business back in the day. And I remember that we had no money. I mean, we weren't poor. We were po. Could not afford the O and the R at the end. Mm-hmm. We did yeah. not have anything. And I finally got the guy to write a contract for me to where he would give me 200 a week. And I think I was doing conservatively 14 hours a day. Because I was sort of the engineer of the station. I was the morning news guy. I was the DJ for the music in the afternoon. The whole, I was everything. And I got nothing. And he would he sign a piece of paper that said 200 a week. He still never gave it to me. So we would eat at Taco Bell. Taco Bell at the time had Mexi Melts. You remember the Mexi Melts? I do remember those, yeah. Loved us some Mexi Melts, 29 cents each. 29 cents. Wow. The 29 cent Ooh. menu. Mm. I mean, you know what I'm saying? You can't go wrong with that. We go there and get 10 of them for 290. Sure. Okay, so Jenny and I would, would eat. And then CJ was born. I don't think Sam was yet. No, couldn't have been. Um, 
and CJ was just a little tiny baby. And, and I'm talking, we were poor, man. We had nothing. We thank the Lord for the 29-cent menu. Now, it wasn't really good, healthy food, but it was something to eat. And that's what we went with. And those who have less money have been looking at menus like that for a long time. And then it became, I think, the dollar menu. Because I think Taco Bell at 59 and 29 and 79 cents. And then eventually, you had the dollar menu. And the dollar menu would go to almost every, every restaurant was like, oh, crap. You know, they're killing us here. They are killing us with these prices. We have to lower our prices. There's a dollar menu everywhere. When I saw this story today, does this show that I'm old and, and, and out of touch? Yes. Oh. Or, uh, mm. Okay. Sorry. Or, let me say finish, finish, your, finish your sentence. Go ahead. Or is this like way back? Because is it really? Th- this price, this menu is now 10 times what it was when, when I, 30 years ago, 30 some odd years ago, mm-hmm. when we were eating the Mexi Mills. Fill me on what Taco Bell is doing, if you don't mind. From Fox Business, Taco Bell announced Monday it's released a revamped value menu for the chain's budget-conscious customers. The new Cravings value menu features 10 items Taco Bell fans can buy for $3 or less at participating U.S. restaurants. It includes the double-stack taco for $1.99, the stacker for $2.19, and loaded beef nachos for $2.99. And the cheesy double beef burrito, the Three cheese chicken flatbread melt and the chicken enchilada burrito are also on the menu for two seventy nine, two twenty nine, and two forty nine, respectively. With a long history of providing delicious and affordable food to its fans, Taco Bell continues to innovate and create new ways to make fans happy and full. The company said in a press release, "No matter the craving, the new menu features an abundance of full sized items to give fans the best bang for their buck. Whether they're desiring something cheesy, crunchy, or saucy," the statement added. And the new cravings value menu also has four vegetarian items the cheesy roll-up for a dollar 19 cheesy fiesta potatoes for 249 the spicy potato soft taco for a dollar 29 and the cheesy bean and rice burrito for a dollar 49 i don't know so there is a dollar 49 well why does it say three dollar menu on the on the headline well it's three dollars it's um what did he say um three dollars or less uh, so there's something like there's a two seventy nine, there's two forty nine. The lowest is one forty nine. Yes. Yeah. Now let me say this, and this is true. Thank you, Carrie. This is true. You can eat much healthier at home, mm-hmm. making yourself some food, cooking it up, making a nice salad, having some vegetables. Really, just eat clean, unprocessed food. You can do that. I'm not here to say that Taco Bell is bad food or that McDonald's or other places are bad food, but. For $1.49, you're not getting, you know, what you could get if you go to the grocery store. The problem is, and the upside-downness of our society is, and I mean this, that it costs so much more to make healthy food. It just does. It costs so much more. you got a $5 foot long, or you can go home and make a good, healthy meal for the family. You know, it, it might not cost an unbelievable amount more. But you got to put, you got to actually make it. You got to go through the process. You got to go through the dishes and everything else. And it just, I mean, the food of convenience has really taken over. If you're lower on income, and you'll, you'll eventually, if you work hard, you'll get higher on income. If you're on income, the more desirable thing is to go to Taco Bell or McDonald's or Burger King or Wendy's or whatever. That is more attractive to you because it's going to be faster, it's going to be cheaper. But and you don't not really considering the health benefits of cooking for yourself. I, I would care. I wish there was a way we could fix that in society to where it costs less and is more convenient. It makes more sense to actually make your own food. 
It would be nice, right? I'm hey, I'm at the grocery store a lot because yeah. I live with a bunch of guys who yes. are hungry all the time, and everything has gone up the last couple of years. Every item that I buy that I put in my grocery cart has gone up, and not just by a little, not just by pennies. I'm talking dollars, and that adds up. It adds no, up it for does. people. I'm at curbside a couple of three times a week. I know that Jenny goes once or twice a week as well. We're there, we're there all the time because mm-hmm. I, I, first of all, I'm the biggest eater in the house. But we've got a bunch of people in the house, and you've got you've got to feed them. But sometimes it's worth it. Well, all the time it's worth it to spend an extra dollar to go there or an extra few dollars to go there and get the stuff yourself. I just wish that it were more comparable. Yeah, and, and, nice. and let me say this. I, I think it's a push, and this is completely my thought process. And those of you who want to call in, 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, who want to argue with this, you can. I think... This is on purpose. I think that we're making for a fatter society. This is not me cutting down fat people, but if you look at videos from the 70s or the 60s or the 20s, the 1920s, um, or, or even the, the, the 70s and early 80s, we were a much healthier nation. We just were. And we used to have the presidential, you know, award for being in good health and the physical fitness, this and that. And we would eat, you know, a square meal. We would learn about the food uh, pyramid. Now, we're go look. You go to the grocery store. I haven't gone inside in a long time because it's so much easier to sit outside and have them bring it to you. But um, if you go inside, it is row and row and row, and aisle and aisle and aisle of processed foods. And it's really that's I'm telling you that's what's going on because uh, if you've got a society that is not in shape, that is not ready to go, is not on their game, that is not out there being healthy, I think it's easier to control you. And then we, we move to the complete other end of the spectrum and say, not only is being out of shape the norm, but we should not fat shame people and we should not body, you know, positive or negative people. We have to be body positive. Uh, there was something on, on social media the other day. There's some big convention. The fatter you are, the more you're accepted or something. And, and I'm telling you, that is a system of a, a central control that want, that knows they can control people who are not physically fit. That knows they can control people who are not watching what they eat. And, and I'm telling you, I wish that we could somehow press a button. And yeah, I want Taco Bell and McDonald's and Burger King and all these places to exist. Absolutely. And it should be a choice, but it should be an equal choice to eat healthy. And I think that's a place that it's going to be hard to get back to. We also have fewer families that are eating dinner together. Which is another thing completely. So 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Will you go and indulge in the new $3 or less over Taco Bell? Will other fast food jump in there? And what do you think about the overall picture I just spelled out? Are we getting fatter and out of shape and less physically fit on purpose because of the guidance from the government that thinks it can control us better that way? Let me know. Keep it here. This is the Joe Pag Show. News that remember Tom Fit next hour, bottom of the hour, it's going to be uh, Tom Fit, the president of Judicial Watch. Judicial Watch is the organization bringing suit on behalf of the Ashley Babbitt family against the government for $30 million for wrongful death. We'll have that complete story bottom of next hour. Do not miss that. In the meantime, Sam, she's actually screening calls, but uh, just wrote this on the screen. She said, yep, we can. It's called teaching cooking in school. I I think that's a great idea. 
Carrie, do we even teach cooking anymore in school? I, I know we where do. my son goes. Yes, yeah. they do. They have a culinary course. Yes. In in high school? Yes, in high oh, school. That's awesome. Yeah. I love that. Yep, yep, yep. It's good stuff. Yeah, I'm good guessing stuff. it's an elective, but um, yeah, it is. I mean, is that in every school? I don't My son has yet to take it, but I hope he does. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he does. When he so. comes home and says, Mom, let me make, make dinner for you. That would be so awesome. Has he ever? Not my 16-year-old. Uh, my 19-year-old, yes. He does. Really? He likes to cook. Yeah. Not, does the 16-year-old make yes. his own food ever? Uh, sometimes. Uh, when Mom's not there, yes. <laughs> now, I would come home from school every day, and I would eat something, and not ask him to make it. I would... Um, I'd, First of all, I was in for a while. I was in this push where I would come home, make like a pound of spaghetti, mm-hmm. make it, and then put like whole tomatoes on it and a ton of salt and pepper. Oh, and wow. eat that down. Just mm. shove it down. But I was a young, growing boy. I could eat all the carbs. Of Can't course, eat the you carbs could. now. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, no, I mean, I remember cooking from you know a younger age. Certainly, I was always very intrigued by it because I don't know if you noticed, but I like food a lot. Mm-hmm. So did, um, yeah. I I bet your son could in a pinch. I bet he doesn't come home and make himself a snack. Um. Oh yeah, he does that. Yeah. But sometimes it's um. And I I just we just came off of Christmas where it was a good three weeks of it's twenty four seven grazing time. Oh, absolutely. Um, in make... my house, yes. and he's always hungry. Now, is, this, is this Luke? <laughs> yes. That's my All right. So girl. so I I dare you when you get home tonight. Uh-huh. Say hey Luke, I'm tired. Can you make dinner? <laughs> All right. I just, I just wonder what, he, what says. he says. I wonder okay. what he says. All right. All right. Let me go to the phone lines. I appreciate you calling in. Chanda, what's happening? Hi. Hey. How are you doing? I'm living the dream. What's happening? Oh. <laughs> well, I was just thinking about what you're talking about, today, costing more to eat healthier. And it does because years ago, I noticed to buy tuna in water costs more expensive than to buy tuna in oil. And I thought that makes no sense. It doesn't. Because yeah. if you buy a gallon of oil, it's going to cost you more than water. Yes. And so I noticed that years ago. And so I think, I don't know, I'm kind of a conspiracy theorist. I think it's the government, yes, but it's also the government in tied into pharmacy and pharmaceuticals. Because if you're unhealthier, what do you need? No, you're right. Doctors and pharmacy. No, I think it's a great point. It really, John, it's a great point. It really is. Um, when I watch all the big pharma commercials, I'm not against big pharma. I'm, a, I'm not against making a solution to a problem people are having. But I always think to myself, no matter what the commercial is, you know, they need us to have that ailment that this solves or else there's no reason for the medication. And I'm not suggesting they're giving us the ailment, but I think they're okay with us getting it, if that makes sense. So I, I don't know that big farmers working in collusion with big government. I really do think big government wants to keep us fat and happy because it's easier to control people who are like sitting on the couch playing a video game and, and eating, you know, five hamburgers. I, I really, I really believe that. Uh, or ordering a pizza, you know, and sitting there waiting for somebody to bring it to you. So making the food, growing the food, so many few people, so many fewer people grow food in this day and age than they used to as well in this country. I wonder if we could sort of do a reset and let's get back to actually growing something or making something fresh. In my house, it's made fresh almost every single day, which I think is a real benefit. And every once in a while, I go to fast food or have some fun food or whatever. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com again, Tom Fitton next hour, Peter St. Ange, hour number three, the Joe Pags Show's coming back. Joe Pags.